This is the Anglican Perspective Podcast with Canons Phil Ashey and Mark Eldridge of the American Anglican Council. Join us for an in-depth look at building up and defending Great Commission Anglicanism throughout the world by developing faithful leaders, equipping local congregations, and always reforming the church. You can find out more about how we can help you and your churches thrive by visiting www.americananglican.org. Here now is Canon Phil and Canon Mark. Mark Eldridge of the American Anglican Council, and I want to welcome you to this inaugural uh, Anglican Perspectives podcast. I'm here with Canon Phil Ashey, who's the president and CEO of the American Anglican Council, and we're just really excited to uh, to be able to offer this uh, podcast moving forward and another way to, to serve the Anglican Church in North America, which is what we do. Uh, in case you aren't familiar with the American Anglican Council, uh, the AAC, uh, we focus on three main areas uh, while serving the, the Anglican Church in North America. We, we focus on equipping local churches for mission and ministry and better fulfilling the Great Commission in our times. We focus also on developing faithful leaders at all levels of leadership within the church and also on um, what we call always reforming and, and being able to speak into uh, is, the issues that need to be addressed uh, within the, the the movement that we're a part of. And so equipping, developing and reforming, that's what we're about. And anyway, I, I just want to bring in Phil here and and uh, just let him share a little bit with you about what, what we do and why and why we're glad you're joining us today. Well, thank you, Mark. And uh, it's great to be on this podcast with you. And for those of you who who haven't seen us, we are we are two bearded guys uh, who <laughs> uh, who just love to hang out together. Um, mine, my beard is a little uh, grayer than Mark's because uh, I got a few more uh, years and miles ahead of him. But our hearts are the same. You know, we want to see people come to Jesus. We want to see people filled with the Holy Spirit and ministry coming uh, and changing people's lives. And we're doing this podcast because we know that that you as pastors and listeners are busy people. And this is a format where you can listen in and, um, you know, you might be over a cup of coffee or in your car or or wherever. But uh, we're trying to make walking this walking the dog at walking the exactly. So you know uh, we're we're making this uh, uh, as convenient as possible. So uh, Mark was uh, spot on in describing our mission, and I'll just take uh, you know kind of one piece of that. Uh, let me just talk a little bit about the 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 big always reforming piece, and. I start with the proposition, and you're going to hear this a lot, that we're no longer in Jerusalem. We're in Babylon. Uh, that's how we find ourselves in the biblical story. And so our job is to make sure that, uh, like Daniel and, uh, and his companions, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, we are, uh, to borrow a phrase from the end of the first chapter of the book of Daniel, that we as Anglicans and as followers of Jesus in general are, are 10 times as good as uh, the, the best and the brightest uh, in, the, in the secular elites that uh, dominate our culture. We want a church to be excellent in everything it does. And so in our leadership work, we're, we're calling it the Daniel Institute. We're all about turning out biblically faithful, uh, 
courageous, resilient leaders at every level of the church. And we're not just talking clergy, but we're talking lay leaders. We're talking bishops. We want every level of the church from the local congregation, the small group, the diocese, the whole province, and indeed the whole Anglican communion to have biblically faithful, courageous, resilient leaders who are going to last for the long haul. Yeah, I'm excited about, uh, we just recently trying to make sure we're communicating well to those of you out there who were trying to serve what we do. We, we've renamed our kind of shifted our the name of what we do with leadership development from a clergy leadership training institute which we've used for years and offered just tons of resources over the years but but we were kind of excited to to kind of think in terms of calling that the Daniel Institute uh now uh, given the times we're in so I was just and it was Phil's idea I thought that was a a god god idea that came to came to you Phil well thank you Mark uh, and you know on this same retreat Uh, We also talked about what it means to equip the local congregation, because that's one of our uh, huge areas of ministry. And Mark, maybe you'd like to say a few things, just kind of a preview of our next podcast about what what that looks like, what we're calling it. Yeah, great. Thanks. So so just a little context. We many of you, hopefully you've heard of the, the AAC, but one of the things we realized during 2020, just in kind of sitting back and looking at what we do, we realized there's a lot of people who know about the AAC, has heard about the AAC, uh, but there was some kind of like, what exactly do you guys do? And so uh, that's been a big focus of us, what we're doing moving forward in 2021. But so to that end, in terms of the equipping the church part, people are like, oh, I didn't know you guys did that, but we've really been focused on, on what what's been called revitalization, church revitalization. That's such a need within the Anglican church in North America. Well, cross churches, it, denominationally, it doesn't matter. But but with within Anglicanism, there's just a lot of churches that are needing to be revitalized, to, to grow again. And although we're totally commit, uh, for church planting, it's great. But at the AAC, we saw the need of being able, trying to address the revitalization issue. So anyway, that's that's my title, actually, Director of Church Revitalization. So what Phil was talking about is that we're we're going to really start talking about all the different ways we help with that as part of our Anglican revitalization ministries, uh, which will include a, a, re- a specific program called Revive, which is all about coming in and walking alongside a local church to help them make the changes that need to be made to, to turn things around and um, be healthy and grow. We also uh, real excited about the what we're calling renew, which is a which is a Holy Spirit renewal uh, aspect of of our Anglican revitalization ministries because before you can do the work of revitalization, uh, you've got to have that passion deep down in your heart for Jesus and everybody in the church and have the power of the Holy Spirit. So we're, you know, we're trying to address that through, through various resources dealing with being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And then we just have some just other, what we call reframe consulting that we do to help churches with a variety of issues that they might be uh, struggling with. And so I don't want to get into all those details now. We'll be talking about that in future podcasts as well. But yeah, so we just, we, we want to serve the church. Uh, and that's what we do. So um, let me give you an example. This last Sunday, I was at St. Michael's in Charleston to help kick off their global 
uh, impact celebration, which is their, their mission week. And, um, you know, we, we just are dealing right now in an upside down world. Um, it's true. You know, Mark, you, you remember, uh, you know, I got a, a gold card from Delta, uh, at the end of 2019 that said, congratulations, Mr. Ashy, you've been to every single continent in the whole world. Uh, that we serve. And, and and the only two continents Delta doesn't serve is the Arctic and Antarctica. So, I mean, I really got around a lot to various churches and dioceses and provinces and all that. And then the pandemic hits and bam, you know, you ju- we're just grounded. You remember how disorienting that was for all of us? Absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, but the interesting thing that, that we talked about at St. Mi- Michael's on Sunday was from Matthew nine thirty five. the, you know, Jesus going out into all the towns and, uh, and saying the harvest is great, but the laborers are few and that there's a pattern to the way that Jesus does ministry. And it's very simple. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's getting involved in kingdom ministry and sharing what you already know. Uh, it's looking at the people walking slow enough, John Maxwell says, slow enough through the crowd so that you can actually mm-hmm. see and feel what people are going through. And then letting God burden you with a need and then praying to God and saying, what do we do? Um, and that, you know, resonated with folks. And as it turns out at St. Michael's, they have a lot of attorneys and on the other three corners around the church, there's a federal courthouse, a state and local courthouse, and law offices. And so, you know, we're part of what we're doing in our Anglican legal society is addressing uh, the question, uh, because I'm an attorney and I'm used to disciple attorneys, but, but you know, how do you practice law uh, in the same way that Jesus would have here in your shoes. So that's another one of our ministries that we're being very, very practical about is uh, in terms of raising up leaders and unleashing people for ministry. Uh, We've got a webinar coming up where we're going to be sharing with our Anglican Legal Society members how to help immigrants uh, in the Anglican Immigrant mm. ministry. So, so these are just some very concrete ways that uh, that we are all about well, helping the church be the church. Phil, that I, I'm so excited to hear about that. But tell me, to, I want to hear you talk a little bit more about about that because talking about the immigration, it's such a great thing for for Anglican lawyers to be helping with that, and with all the rightful talk about the need for more social justice issues and for the churches drop the ball on social justice. But what I think I heard you talk about was it's not just helping with immigration as a justice issue, but there's also an evangelistic piece to that. Is that, am I correct? In oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, Mark. And, and uh, you know, I'm grateful for what you've done in the rediscovering evangelism video series where you just lay out how easy it is, you know, to just share your faith. It's it's a very relational thing, sharing your testimony. And so That's right. when we equip um, lawyers who are members of the Anglican Legal Society to do immigration law, it's in the context of sharing our faith with people, Great. you know, who are, you know, the harassed and the helpless. They've been beaten down by the system. They're just trying to 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 get a job, hold down a job, support a family. 
But, you know, as you've said, Mark, in your videos, what is it? Uh, what are we doing if, if all we're doing is meeting the physical needs of people while, you know, uh, helping them feel more comfortable uh, on the way to eternal separation from God in hell. Exactly. And so we got to we got to find ways to do this ministry and share our faith. It's it's taking the whole gospel to the whole person. Yeah, that's great. That's that's what. Well, one of the things we're trying to one of our strengths, I think, and when we do engage with with local churches is just helping to bring back that that passion for for mission in the local community and, and evangelism and, and practic practically how to do that. And I mean, uh, one of my big things when I was, uh, rectoring a church, I was, I was, I never wanted to do too much ought to preaching and teaching, but more how to preaching and teaching, because I think so many of us, we know what we ought to be doing. You know, we know we, we ought to be sharing our faith. We know we ought to be giving our testimony. We ought to be leading people to Jesus or all sorts of things we ought to be doing as Christians. Uh, I think sometimes we get hung up on the how do we do it though, and so a lot of our our equipping church and developing leaders materials really are how how to how to do evangelism or how to uh, grow your church or how to be better at discipleship and those kind of things because anyway I'm off on a tangent there I suppose but I just yeah it's it's more that equipping um, we we want to help people actually do the stuff. That's right. And, and see, see lives change. And Mark, isn't it true? Cause I, I know you do this from your own experience in ministry, but when you come to work with the church and not just the clergy, but the vestry too, say a little bit about how, how you get them to focus on the local community. Well, again, well, as uh, Phil was talking about with the, the new culture we're in and everything like that, I, this is the most obvious statement that we all are aware of, but what, what we, what always worked isn't working anymore. You know, you have to, you can't be the quote unquote Christendom model of church is long gone from working. And so, so for a church to, to grow in this current culture, it has to adopt a missional culture. Um, And, and so to that end, it's the, the, the emphasis and the focus is on how to identify a specific unchurched population within your local community. Jesus said, again, stating obvious things here that all of you listening know well, the great commission is go and make disciples of all peoples, all nations. So who are the, the peoples, the people group in your local community around your local church? This is what we teach. And help help identify and figure out who are those people specifically that God's calling your church to to go to uh, to share the gospel, build relationships, share the gospel, uh, and then bring them into the the church family to make them mature missional disciples of Jesus. So again, it's it's really about helping churches identify particular people group and then developing strategies and. Um, programs, for lack of a better word, ministries to reach that people group relationally, instead of just hoping that they somehow show up, they're not going to show up. Yeah. So we've, we've done it. We've, 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 I've, I've done it for years in churches and, and we know it works and, um, and we help you. We've got tools and resources that we can point people to, to identify those people groups. And, and so, yeah, it's just the, that missional zeal. I like the word zeal. That was my word yeah. a couple of years ago. I, I decided 
I needed a word for the year, so I heard somebody do that. So I picked zeal, and um, but we just need more zeal for the the mission. That's right. In our in our in many of our churches, and, and you know the the reality is missions right on our doorstep. I mean the needs. Oh, absolutely. Right there. I mean we don't we don't have to go um, a million miles away to a foreign country, and in it. Yeah, and we're 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 not against uh, for yeah. you know miss, overseas mission. We're totally for that. It's a both it's a both and scenario. But but no, the mission field right now is five miles around your local church. That's right. That's right. Go ahead, Phil. I cut no, you off. No, no. I was thinking of something in an article that I read about um, you know doing mission in an upside down world. That you know it's no longer the United States and Great Britain that are the greatest missionary sending countries, it's actually the countries we we used to send missionaries to that are sending missionaries to us now because our culture uh, is among the most secular and difficult to reach in North America and Great Britain and in the industrialized West. But the truth is, you know, we not only focus on the local community, but um, our, our other reforming piece in terms of the Anglican communion is we you know, we bring bishops together every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Our bishops and their diocese here in North America with bishops and dioceses uh, from Uganda, Kenya, um, uh, Myanmar, um, Brazil. And we build these kinds of uh, mission partnerships and uh, networks of, uh, of like-minded, biblically faithful Anglicans that want to reach people for Jesus. So there's a lot of stuff that we do at the AAC that we want to share yeah. with you because we're so excited. And uh, we're looking forward to our our podcast uh, next one where we're going to focus on the equipping the congregation side through Anglican Revitalization Ministries. But we'll, we'll have people coming that we're going to interview um, who are going to share uh, on topics of leadership, on the history yeah. behind us, the future before us. Uh, and, um, and Mark, I, we're probably going to have some people talk about the Holy Spirit too, right? I would imagine it's part of our Anglican Revitalization Ministries. And, and uh, without the power of the Spirit, we could talk till we're blue in the face about all these things, but nothing's going to actually happen. So absolutely, we'll talk about uh, the Holy Spirit and the need to rely on on Him in our lives. So, well, listen, I, this has been hopefully helpful to listen to, but I, I've, I've just thoroughly enjoyed being here with Phil and uh, kind of introducing this Anglican Perspectives podcast. And uh, so just if you're listening, just know that we... Um, we at the AAC, we exist to serve you. You guys are the you're the you're the ones out there uh, doing the doing the work. You're the heroes, and we uh, we want to come along and, and be a, a resource, a help, uh, support to you. Whether it's equipping your church uh, to to for better health and growth, or developing you as a leader. Uh, or helping you uh, just address the, the issues of the day. So I uh, hope you keep listening. Uh, keep an eye out for these uh, podcasts. And uh, and uh, we, we just hope that they're uh, helpful to you. And so God bless. And Phil, do you have any last things you'd want to well, say? Well, um, no, I'm just really thrilled to be on this uh, with you, Mark. And uh, um, one of these days, your, your beard is going to look like mine. 
So, you know, just <laughs> well, hang in there. there. And uh, it's, we're, we're on this journey all together. That's right. Well, God bless you all. And uh, uh, we'll, we're praying for you uh, out there on the front lines. And um, we'll hope to be with you on the next podcast. God bless. God bless you. You've been listening to your Anglican Perspective with Canon Phil and Canon Mark of the American Anglican Council. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it so that biblically faithful and orthodox Anglicans can stay connected to the latest news, updates, and inspirations from around the world.